I finally decided to just say yes to smoking pot at an apartment party second semester of my freshman year because I was anxious to fit in. The preppy thing wasn't the coolness slam dunk that I'd envisioned. The off-campus scene was far different from that of Greek life, mysterious and unknown. Collars didn't instinctively defy gravity. Loafers didn't automatically call out for pennies. I was intrigued. I wanted everyone to like me, to look past my crisp, pinstriped Oxford and wool sweater tied just so around my shoulders and see my sense of adventure. I wanted to be cool. Finally. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Stories We Tell in Bars. I'm Gina B., and I'm delighted to be here with DJ Lee Farmer, providing our music and actually appearing on the mic a little later. Um, and I'm also with the other half of the we, my co-host, Jen Lancaster. Hey, this is Jen. The opening shot I read was from my memoir, Stories I Tell in Bars, which makes a great gift, <laughs> and details my first and only college experience with smoking pot. This segues into our topic today, which is it's 420 somewhere. And what's so ironic is it's actually 420 right here, right now. now. This is awesome. Now, if you are a nerd like me, you may or may not gather we are going to let the high times roll today. You are so not going to let the high times roll. Okay, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Nerd for life. But marijuana is our topic for today, and that's because you and I have wildly divergent views, and that doesn't happen much. So when we're not on the same page, I think it'd be interesting to discuss. Well, what we need to do is get you high before we talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to happen. And yet I'm the (laughs) one who picked this topic, so you can see my dilemma as we get into the happy hour portion of our show. But should we do a toast before we continue? Sure, but it's it's all you today. Have at it. Okay, I am drinking um, I'm drinking a caramel macchiato, and I would like to raise a glass to Nancy Reagan and her "Just Say No" campaign. Okay, um, I'm having water, and I'm curious as to why you wanted to talk about this. Is is it? It's because of our comedy class, right? It is. It is. <laughs> okay, so for those who don't know, a couple of episodes ago, we mentioned that we were taking a stand-up class at Second City, which is amazing fun. Mm. Uh, what we did not mention is that almost everyone in the class runs out during the break, whether it's an unofficial break or an official break. Mm. They just make their own breaks to get high, and Jen doesn't know how to deal with this. I, I, I literally don't. Like, the one guy that sits next to me, he keeps coming in. He's like, do I smell like pot? Well, yeah, because you just went out and rolled around in it. And the yeah. problem is because of the coffee rule. Oh, God. Like we, we, Our first class, <sighs> uh, the first week of class, both Gina and I missed it. She was in Amsterdam. I was in Milwaukee. So we equally sexy. So, oh, yeah. So we went, to, <laughs> um, we went to a makeup class taught by this guy who I later found out um, teaches business school. You know who's not fun to take a comedy class from? A guy who teaches business school. Yeah, not In fun a three-hour period, we took 15 pages of notes. Like, we were doing a PhD dissertation on comedy. No one laughed once. And the whole thing, the whole time, he's complaining to us. is like, you can't have coffee in here. You can't have coffee in here. He's like, coffee Nazi. Yeah, you would have thought we'd violated a major rule by, God forbid, I brought my coconut milk mocha yeah. into the room. And, like, and then he went... Just, just clear, clear liquids. And then he went on a tear about how, well, we have to keep the place nice and we can't have nice things if someone spills coffee. And I'm like, I'm planning on drinking every single freaking sip of right. my $5 gonna, coffee. Thank you very much. my caramel macchiato for my dead homies. No, we're they're not all alive, number one. <laughs> and then in the break, there's a bar set up and we're like, oh, should we get some wine? He's like, oh, no, 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 you can't have wine. So it's weird being in this class where everyone's high. Right, exactly. It's the juxtaposition of the other class. Oh, but let's, let's Fire talk. exit. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. So, you know, 
The building, granted, is kind of confusing, but our teacher decided on our break that he would take us all en masse on a field trip of the building, which included pointing out the fire exits. We all had to go down strange hallways to figure out how to get out in case of a fire. The bathroom. And yes, he took us right past that bar, but right. wouldn't let us drink. No, no, he wouldn't. Like, like, but You lead a student I'm, to I'm water. 50. I'm 50. I'm allowed to do stuff. And the thing that gets me so much is I think this is why John Belushi died. He was, he was like trying to do his improv and they're like, oh no, I can't have coffee in a room where I'm trying to be creative. I guess I'll just have Coke and heroin because these won't spill. Okay, too soon. Always too soon. Well, RIP, <laughs> Senator Blutarski. Anyway, today is where listeners really get an understanding of exactly how old I am. Maybe I don't look it in the face, but I am it in my soul. So you're gonna have you're gonna have no problem imagining me shouting at kids to get off my lawn, for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I still find pot smoking kind of shocking. That was Fletch crossing his legs, by the way. Um, and I think that's what is. I think that's what happens when you're someone who has voted for every Bush who has ever run. Oh God. Don't tell I, I know. That. I know. I know. But what pushed I'm, me over the edge? I think what made me want to talk about this is that I was. Um, there's a 20 year old girl in our class. And I was debating with her um, afterwards having drinks about pot being more detrimental than smoking cigarettes. I thought it was just as bad as smoking, if not worse, and she vehemently disagreed. And because I have a pathological need to be right, because I'm old, I went home and I immediately consulted Dr. Google. And you found out that she wasn't wrong. God damn it. And, <laughs> and this is the girl who forgot to wear pants to class two weeks ago. That doesn't feel good, does it? It does not. Okay, there's zero evidence to support that pot is more dangerous than cigarettes, but it's also not a spa treatment. So pot is generally less detrimental to your health than a pack of Luckies, if for no other reason than your elapsed time smoking it is less. Like you don't sit down with a pack of pot a day, (laughs) because then that would be a whole different set of problems, the least of which would be the danger to your lungs. Yeah, but you you guys can't see me right now, but I'm literally (laughs) shaking and rocking because she's right. And according to the Journal of Cannabis Therapeutics... Oh, that sounds reputable. It's so reputable. Um, (laughs) As I was saying, there are a few toxic compounds and carbon monoxide in your garden variety joint. Plus, when you vape or use a water pipe, there's less damage to your trachea and your lungs. I don't understand all the different ways that you can... I, I don't get pot in. I don't understand vaping. Is this the one where you can add the flavoring? And that's hookah. What's the difference? The hookah, you can actually go to a bar anywhere um, and, and just smoke tobacco. I mean, it's not it's, it's not pot. Unfortunately, I wish there were. How do you get bar. around the indoor smoking laws in Chicago smoking hookah? I think that there's some sort of special... I don't know, actually. Is yeah, there a like special a, license? Uh, like a special ordinance. That yeah, allows, that allows hookah smoking. Yeah, that allows pretentious smoking? Well, Pretty okay, much. You can sell liquor in the, in the same establishment that you can smoke in. So it's kind of like a strip club. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Well, I just I just feel like if I want something banana flavored, I'm going to order a daiquiri. <laughs> anyway, well, I hate every part of your argument. I, I don't think I can refute any of it. I'm, again, too busy shaking and rocking, so you better give the toast today. And are you sure you're not high? Because we already did the toast. But just do it again. <laughs> I will toast to people who um, decided to give edibles uh, in form of gummy beer. <laughs> I saw on Halloween. that. Okay, Cheers to you. Expensive? No, someone did not do that. There was no. I saw articles that people were like, "Oh, check your kids." candy to make sure they're not giving out edibles and i'm sure most parents were like oh i'll check them all right (laughs) yeah i'm not cheering to that (laughs) oh that goes that goes to daddy okay so what specifically is the problem um 
why are you so uptight about this? This is worse than your usual, and this, that's pretty that's pretty puckered. So I know you're worried about the kids, and now that you wrote a YA book, but the data actually shows that teen usage has dropped in states where marijuana has been legalized. That, that sounds like a made-up statistic brought to you by Big Cheetos. Well, do you consider the Washington Post fiction? I mean, it wasn't The Onion. You're killing me here. Okay, so then what's up? Well, I think the problem is that I fear change and that Illinois is inching ever closer to legalizing the whole goddamn shoot match. I mean, do, do legislators not understand that this is going to lead to violence? Okay, that's so not how this works. You've obviously... Okay, when you spoke, well, you're too lethargic to be violent. Like, what? And, and you're too happy. No, that's no, not that's I'm not, not talking works. about the people who use pot. I'm talking about how I will react if I have to deal with someone who is high in the course of doing their job. <laughs> okay, I get that piece, but it sounds like there's more to the story here, and I'm going to find out what it is. So when we come back, we'll get into the binge portion of the show with our special guests. Yes, and Team Liquor is going to take on Team Weed. Stay tuned. What if you're Team Both? Hey, beautiful people, we're back with the binge portion of our show. And if we were returning from break in our comedy class right now, we'd already be high. Not we. (laughs) Okay, everyone but you. Story of my life. You know, I can't say my issue with pot is generational because whether or not you admit it, we're the same generation. I know. It's a big generation. Am I even calling it the right thing? Is that what the cool kids call it now? Did I just do the equivalent of saying (laughs) the Facebook? What what do you call it? Like, what what do you... What do you guys... It's, it's back to pot again. It's back to pot? Yeah. I say weed. Like weed Fletch, pot. what do you say? Fletch is here with us, my husband. I don't Jeez. know what we're talking about. We're talking about... Because <laughs> okay. he's high. He's not high. <laughs> <laughs> he's not high. <sighs> um, if you can't tell, Fletch and Lee are here with us. And uh, What are they calling in Amsterdam, by the way? Weed. Weed. That's what I thought. Okay, Fletch. I've never been to Amsterdam. No, I but don't know. What, what, you don't, you don't I, I think weed probably... I'm going with weed. Okay. You know, I, I mean, like the idea of some of you don't smoke pot, you can just say, I've never been to Amsterdam. <laughs> like, that could be your sign that, no, I'm right. not cool. Well, anyway, I'm glad that Fletch is here because he's Amsterdam. on my team. You know, your... you know, he has never I'm tried pot. I'm team liquor. He's yeah. never tried pot once. Explain. What? You... what? what? Well, you've had it offered. Because... Uh, Going into the military after, we didn't really. I we had stoners were growing up, uh-huh. but they weren't my friends because um, I didn't have any friends. Okay. Uh, if well, you smoked yeah. weed, you'd have lots of friends. It's a very <laughs> <True>. social drug. <laughs> True, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like we did. There wasn't there wasn't weed. In, I think back then it was pot, but um, it's not like it didn't exist. It just didn't exist in my circle of friends. That's so interesting. And not because we were, oh, we were too good for it. Because a lot of them went on to become quite enthusiastic about pot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just wasn't, it wasn't an option for us. So. Well, like, with it, me, I, with, like, liquor didn't exist because there were no people who drank on the speech team. Yeah. So okay. then I went in the military and we were, you know, we got drug tested regularly and when I got out, I was still in the reserves, and we got tested regularly. But you've had like 20 years between now and then. At that point, 20, 30 it's like, years. I've never seen E.T. either. <laughs> Neither at have the, I. At this point, <laughs> I don't care to. to. I've actually never seen it. 
You, look at look at I'm Lee's the only face. Person He's team ET. Lee's the only team ET this here. Right. It's a tragedy. It's not a tragedy. I mean, it's, and there's the there are the whole litany of movies that I that everyone has seen that I haven't. I, Footloose. Oh God. Oh, that's too bad. Like, I love but at this point so in my life, I don't think I'm missing anything. You are. You so are. Footloose or we weed and footloose. Oh. Right. Well, see. I'm the child yeah, of a musician. We say perhaps to drugs. Plus, I, you know, I tend to, I work in the tech industry. We tend to, um, when job opportunities come along, I don't want to say, um, give me 30 days. Yeah, give me 30 days and we'll talk about it. Oh, we'll talk about that with recruiting one day. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, but Jenny, you have smoked, Which though. Is, yeah. No, I, I'm saying that's a practical, Fletch has practical reasons not to smoke. I'm just Which a nerd. Sense. Yeah. Because I've done it twice and it did not go well. The first time, or the second time. The first time I was uh, second semester of my freshman year, I was friends with some stoners that were like friends within the fraternity and we went to this off-campus party. And here's my problem, I would rather drink. So the, the times that I've had pot, I've been drinking first and apparently that you're not supposed to? Not the best. Well, parody. it's not the best combination. You should probably, you know, if you're gonna smoke weed, you should probably you should have smoke it by itself. Okay, you, you well, gotta be I a had professional. Been, I had been drinking, and then I thought, okay, well, at least maybe this is going to open my mind, and amazing things are going to happen. And the only thing I wanted to do was explode eggs in the microwave. And then, which <laughs> oh, was, Jesus. okay, which is hilarious. But then one of my friends had a glow stick, and he cut it open, and he whipped it around the room, and that was, for like 30, 40 seconds, it was magical. It was like, oh my God, this is the entire universe and these stars. And it was cool. And then the room started to spin and it was like I had hit warp speed on the Millennium Falcon and then I had to go outside and throw up and I eventually, later that night, passed out on the toilet. Fast forward, 30 (laughs) years later, um, we went out with our with our cool neighbors, and somehow we ended up bringing the waiter from dinner back with us. And he's like, "Who wants to get high?" And I'm like, "I do." And when we got him out of the trunk and untied him, <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's ironic is that at our neighbor's house, he lit his cigarette on the burner, and he burnt off his eyebrows in his bag. It's a proud tradition. This is anyway, why you like so, him so much. So I, I'm like, "Oh, these guys are going to think that I'm wrong. so cool." And the night ended the exact same way. It did. 30 years later, I passed out on the toilet, woke up on the floor, my pants around my ankles, in a pile of vomit. But I, I just... Think, and you know, and point out, their, liquor, their toilet, their floor. Not, no, it was at my house. Oh, it was you, at, no, it was all right. No, you were passed out long because you fell asleep on, on their, their couch. couch. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we I think home. a lot of that sounds like liquor. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. see, the thing oh. is, you probably just need to stop like layering on... I mean, why don't you just do a couple lines of blow while you're at it? You know, they didn't have any. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> stop layering on the drugs. You would have would a be nice, so much thinner. mellow high. It's not even good mixing different kinds of booze. Is it? Is it? Is it like everyone's like it's a body high? What does that mean? You can't move your body because you're so high. No, no, I don't. Like, I don't even. What's it supposed to feel um, like? You're I just, don't know. It, I think there are individual feelings. Well, okay, so. One thing is you may feel differently depending on what kind of weed you smoke. Okay. Right? So if you smoke, like to me, if you smoke sativa. It's um, a more it's cerebral. A, isn't that what I put in my iced tea to make it sweet? No, that's stevia. <laughs> that's, 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 oh, that's, yeah, that's not. Okay. Okay, there's the problem. Not, I would not recommend smoking stevia. That Maybe that's the problem. Okay. Yeah, don't smoke Stevia. Maybe you so, just so think that it, you have smoked pot. What is it? That could be. So indica what is it? will put you to sleep. Indica is is. It's like a more mellow, yeah. slow you down. Sativa can be silly weed. Like yeah. 
I I kind of like a, a mellowy. I don't know. I'm not a connoisseur. Does it make me can make smarter? Does it make me more creative? Like, well, I, over time, it will not make you smarter. I mean, okay. people. Anybody that knows functional weed head is a little bit impaired. Okay. But I think that on an occasional basis, sparking a doobie is just fine. It can spark some creativity. It can. Okay. Now, Fletch, as much as you love bourbon, I would think you'd be thrilled <laughs> with weed. It. Well, like I said, it's it's practical. It's a or like Lee said, it's a, there are practical reasons that uh, you know preclude me from partaking. It's like I don't particularly care if people smoke weed. I don't I don't have a, a strong opinion on it. I don't know that it's going to greatly benefit mankind. Legalizing <laughs> weed is going to make us all better, smarter, and faster. Well, it could make us feel better. I well, mean, and, and this is for people who have chronic illnesses. Right. Can make we'll us feel that. better. But, but uh, it's the same argument from whenever prohibition was repealed that we're going to do this. It may not, it's not going to make us a better nation necessarily, but it you certainly put um, bootleggers and, and uh, you know, put, it shut down that industry. Rum, yeah. 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 Right. Well, you know, I think that rum we. Weren't they called rum runners? Oh, I thought something else. Oh. Rum raisins. Rump <laughs> not we, rump rangers. None not, of those not, things. That's what I thought you said. Rangers. I was like, no, what? what does that have to do with anything? Okay, so, but. Wasn't that Teddy Roosevelt's group? Oh, no, that's Rough Riders. That's Rough. <laughs> okay, honey. Well, now we're going to get into Rick Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Rut row. Okay, so I have. Wait, I tell. Did I tell you my expression, I love you like Rick Ross loves rallies? That cracks me up. I made that up. <laughs> nice. That's very so, cute. You know, nobody else no idea what that means. Right. So, but Fletch, honestly, like, I have a couple arguments because you realize that it was the Puritans who were your people who even brought weed to the New World to begin with in the 1600s. I did not know that because they were Puritans. It does not seem like that's something they would do. My well, people were not Puritans. They, they I thought a lot that of they were. Pot. They came over on the Mayflower. Weren't those Puritans? No, I guess those people, yeah, they, they were. Okay. okay. So years ago, the government discovered that weed was not detrimental, but because of racism, laws were not changed in conjunction with the findings. So it was all part of President Nixon's war on drugs, which was largely in place to bully minorities. I feel like Dick wouldn't well, do that. There, there were actually, that was one of the reasons, but there was another reason that was financial. So the paper companies that actually cut down trees and make paper, well, they found out that you can take the weed plant and the hemp from that, and it can make 40 times the amount of paper that a tree can. And when well, that's the, interesting. the paper mills and the paper companies and the, the, the tree farm companies and the, you know, the lumber companies found out about this, they all spent millions and millions of dollars to lobby to make weed illegal. And huh. that's, why it was illegal. that's why it was made illegal in the first place because of a financial scenario. Nixon came along later and made it and criminalized it. So you can't make it all on Dick. His name yeah, was yeah, Dick. Yeah, Dick. You can blame Dick everything Nixon. on Dick. Because he was a Dick. <laughs> he was a Dick. <laughs> all right, let me read you this quote by John Ehrlichman, who was a Nixon aide. And this is what he said after a committee discovered that cannabis usage was not connected to instances of violence or insanity. By the way, you might have heard Ehrlichman's name because he served time in prison for Watergate. <laughs> well, that does not bode well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Anyway, but this story comes from journalist Dan Baum, who wrote a story about him for Harper's back in the 90s. You want to hear it? Here it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want to know what this was really all about? He asked, with the bluntness of a man who, after a public disgrace and a stretch in federal prison, had little left to protect. The Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. Oh. 
You understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. Well, So there I, we go. Now I feel bad. And of course, J. Edgar Hoover and Richard Daly continued in that tradition. Yeah. Hmm. So there has been some controversy over whether or not the quote's true, but I'll tell you this, it certainly feels true. Hmm. Did you know that half of all arrests are pot-related, yet people of color are four times likely to be arrested than their white counterparts? Okay, that is awful, and yet it's a little bit ironic that you threatened to call the police after that time at Lowry's. And maybe this is a terrible segue, but it's probably the best time for you to tell oh this story. Oh, God, this story. I sometimes... Okay, here's the deal. It was Mother's Day. It was about, I don't know, 12 years ago or something. And I was going to dinner with my parents. Now, being an only child, Mother's Day dinners are kind of boring. And also being an only child, your parents have nothing to do but lay into you <laughs> about things you're not doing. Or, or It's never, oh, let's give her accolades. It's like, well, Gina, you should think about this, this, and that. And so to fortify myself with the abuse that I was going to receive at dinner, <laughs> I had procured myself a small amount of pot. Well, and also as someone who doesn't eat beef, there's nothing you like more than going to a roast beef house. Oh, yeah. Prime rib is my, that's my jam. No, I actually, they have great salmon there. Just oh, okay. They do have a great fish dish, but I'm not, I'm not wild for Yorkshire pudding, which is another one of mm. those specialties I could do without that. But anyway, so my mother, you think I have the smelling of a bloodhound? Mm -hmm. My mother is the queen bee of that. So <laughs> I couldn't have the weed on me in any capacity in my purse or anything because my mother could have smelled it. And I was running late. There's no parking down where Laurie's is, so I valeted the car. Now, anyone who knows me well knows I hate to valet the car because <laughs> I don't like those people driving my car. I think half of them probably shouldn't have driver's those licenses. People. Those valet people. Ding. Okay. Yeah, first ding. I will ding. take that ding all day. That's the pretentiousness that ding that no, we've been sounding. But no, it's just that, have you ever seen people drive Valley, when they're valley they cars, do it very fast. They do it very fast. They're they're not careful. They in your hundred thousand dollar car. It, it, well, ding. I don't drive a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> no, no, not I'm you. Like, yeah. I'm like, excuse me, no, don't blame me for them. that. I've seen them like but get yeah, in Ferraris and like yeah. fly down the street. Okay, I won't let them drive my car. No one wants to drive your car. No one wants to drive a two thousand and three Discovery that you bought for three thousand dollars. No one wants that. He might. They, they might want only a hundred and forty-seven Chevy work van if they want yeah. to. Well, they're not driving. I don't care what the. Van. I don't care what the vehicle is. <laughs> I don't. I don't enjoy. It. And so, but the thing is, my 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 fears, I guess, were validated on this particular day. So I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't want to hear about being late. So I just took the weed and I shoved it in the ashtray in its plastic and I closed the ashtray and I was worried about it when I left it in there. But I was trying not to think about it. That's so why you need a stash box. This is exactly <laughs> what I need. I didn't have it in that car. So I come out of dinner badly needing some form of, of sustenance. Um, and I was looking forward to just coming home, rolling a nice big joint, and just decompressing. And I opened the ashtray. I jumped in the car. The first thing I did was open the ashtray. Weed is gone. <laughs> gone. Like, they didn't even, here's my problem. If you just pinched some of it off and left me with the majority of it, I might have been okay. But they took the entire bag of weed. That's like taking all your quarters as opposed to 75 cents. Exactly. Leave me with something. You're I mean, going to damn. notice. Right. Exactly. And I noticed it immediately. So 
I had choices to make at that point. <laughs> at that point, I could have either just driven off and said, you know what, I was an idiot. I shouldn't have left my weed in the ashtray. And that's what they were counting on. That's what they were counting mm-hmm. on. But now keep in mind, it's Mother's Day. It's one of the busiest days for dinner. So cars are backing up down the street. It's Ontario Street. Right. Right off Michigan Avenue. So super packed. And I was pissed. So <laughs> I get out of the car. Valet manager is there. I said, something's missing from my car. Oh, ma'am, I assure you nothing's missing from your car. No, I can assure you that there is something <laughs> missing from my car. And so he said, nothing's missing from my car, from your car. I said, you know, I'll tell you. I'm going to just be open with you. I'll tell you what's missing. My weed is missing from my car. <laughs> and so he was just looking all confused. And I was like, and one of your people took it. I don't care who it was, but you've got just a minute. I'm going to turn my back. It, <laughs> it better be back in the ashtray when I turn back around. Otherwise, I'm calling the police. Now, this comes out of, this the only thing I could think of to threaten them, right? Because I figure, you know, here's my, th- my thought process. I figured if the police did show up, okay, let's just say this threat was realized and I had to call the cops, right? They would find weed, but not on me because I didn't have any weed, right? <laughs> Even mm-hmm. if I'm saying it was my weed, they couldn't prove it because I was not in possession of it. And we all know what possession is, nine-tenths of the law. So if they shook down any of the valet parkers, who God only knows what their license status is. I mean, they, there's a lot of, you know, suspect people. people. Or their immigration status. Or their immigration status. Who knows, right? But <laughs> they would be the ones caught with the weed, not me. And so I turned my back. And as I turned my back, I called my attorney. And I was like, <laughs> what have I Ding. just done? Ding. <laughs> Whatever. She's no, a good friend of mine who is an attorney who is my attorney. But... I was, you know, I felt very stupid about it, but when I turned back around, and also, now keep in mind, like I said, cars, I said, I'm not moving my car until my weeds return. <laughs> so you guys can figure it out amongst yourselves. I'm telling you, you have a couple minutes before I do anything, turn on my back, because I wouldn't need to make the phone call, and they return the weed. You had them literally how, over a barrel. How did I your did. balls even fit in the front seat? I, listen, like, uh, I drove away laughing like an idiot. Because and you like, weren't even high. I wasn't high. And the thing is, I really needed to get high after that. Because I was like, okay, now you know life is bad when you are able to threaten for... <laughs> and it's 12 years ago. So it isn't like, you know, weed was even remotely close to well, being legal it, at that like, time. Now, I could have gone to jail. The officers that I rode along with, and Fletch and I went through police training, like even they're like, yeah, it's no big deal. Illinois really is very close to legalizing it mm-hmm. for recreational use, and it's already approved yeah. for medical use. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. But not deal. 12 years ago, it was a very big deal. I could have gone to jail. <laughs> well, jail, right? I think that is hilarious, but I think I think we all realize the problem here is me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. Well, you know what? Glaucoma, um, which... You know, Lee has glaucoma, mm. and it's a really good way to take pressure off of your eyes. How does it work? Like, how does that work? How does it take pressure off your eyes? It just constricts the blood vessels? Well, I'm, I'm not sure exactly of the science, but, like, I feel a buildup of pressure behind my oh. eyes, right? So they, awesome. I have these drops, and they somewhat work that the doctors prescribe me, but I still feel the pressure. And, okay, just so, a little bit of backstory. I was also in the military. In high school, I smoked a lot of weed. I quit, joined the military, didn't smoke for the whole time I was in the military and the reserves and all that. Then I smoked again for several years, but then I decided to quit because I wanted to be more productive. Yeah. And so I went probably 15 years 
maybe 20 without smoking any weed. Yeah. Um, and then when I was that diagnosed long? with glaucoma, what was that, last year or the year before? That was a couple years ago. A couple years ago. Yeah. And was just did a lot of research and reading yeah. about how to stave it off because eventually you go blind. Ugh. So the whole trick with glaucoma is to slow down the process of going blind is okay. as much as you can. Well, yeah. I guess that's smart then. Yeah. yeah, and so one of the number one things that slows down glaucoma is marijuana. Which is awesome. And so... Which is your insurance cover it? No. Oh, that's a good and, Oh, no. And, and, and no, and I, don't, I didn't get a medical marijuana card because oh. in Illinois, they will take away your gun. Oh. Yeah. There's the presence of a gun card and marijuana don't... Exactly. Even though... Okay. And, you, and you so, know. you know, they'd have to pull my gun out of my cold, dead hand. So, um... <laughs> but, but think about this. Who... <laughs> I would rather when smoke high, marijuana illegally when you're than high, be able the to last legally thing, keep my gun. But the last thing you want to do when you're high is shoot someone. Yeah, that's the very. Last that's the funniest thing. thing. You want to love people when you're high. You want to say, "Oh, that's so sweet. Everything's great when you're high." But when, so, when yeah. I was a no kid, when I was like 13, 14, my, one of my brother's friends would come over, and even if my brother wasn't there, he would like hang out and watch cartoons with me. And I never saw anyone laugh at Scooby Doo before. And thirty-five years later, I'm like, "Oh, he was high." You were stoned to the bejesus. I had no idea. I, well, I had no idea that Scooby and and Shaggy were high. I Scooby no snacks. Idea. I didn't know. Shaggy did nothing but eat. He had the munchies all day. I didn't know. And he was so skinny. I didn't know. Um, but anyway, so two thirds of Illinois voters have already expressed their support to legalize as long as the product is taxed and sold like alcohol. Well, I know it's coming. It's coming. So wh what was it like yeah, being somewhere where it's legal? What was it like when you guys were in Amsterdam? Amsterdam's fun, so you can just go into this cafe, and it's they like call a it a cafe. Coffee, like, coffee it's actually shop, a coffee shop. But they sell weed. But they have a nice menu, and they have mm -hmm. all the different names of all the different weed. And they explain to you how, you know, well, they grow great how it'll affect you, and, you know, if you want a particular kind of high, you can have this weed, and if you want a different kind of high, you can have that weed. That's so interesting. So yeah, it's kind of scientific. All right, Jenna's now apoplectic. Yeah. So we should get some wine into her and take a quick break. Hey, Jen here. Welcome back to the last call portion of our show where I am going to continue to be peer pressured by Cheech and Chong over there. <laughs> okay, you do realize that according to a recent Gallup poll, one out of eight Americans smokes regularly and 43% admit to having tried it. I feel like the admit word is important. Like, what do, you, what do you think the real percent is for those who haven't admitted? Much higher. Yeah, the only people I know who have never tried it are Fletch and my friend from college. You remember that? When she said she maybe wanted to try it for her 50th birthday? Yeah, I was like, want to do it right now? <laughs> <laughs> and then she chickened out because she's my girl. Hey, did you know that Canada just voted to legalize? Uh-huh. In, in the whole country. Yeah. And again, America's top hat proves to be more progressive than the U.S. <laughs> They're only the second country to do so after Uruguay. How is that? How you pronounce that? I don't know. Is that so how you, you are gay? I don't know. I That's don't what know. I thought. You are gay? No, I was joking. Oh, <laughs> what did you think? How did you think pronounce that? Uruguay, Uruguay. No, I was I was thinking you are gay, but oh. that because that was we're, a, because that we're was from The Simpsons. Because we are oh. childish. <laughs> no, no. My question is how how is legalization? Because this seems like the kind of thing that you would know. How would it impact crime? Like, what's it gonna do? 
for border control. Is Canada going to have to build a wall to keep us out? No. Like, I, I think that there's enough rampant marijuana that we don't need to go to Canada for it. Well, plus you watch all the cop shows. What would legalization do? What happens... Okay, let's, let's play this out in a legalization scenario. Pot is legal. Now you have the government involved, and it's going to get fucked up because of that. Ah. They're going to say, all right, we're going to tax it, and it has what makes legal pot. Where does legal pot come from? It comes from maybe legally uh, legal growers, yeah, like growers that have been. Like, so it's going to be like approved it, growers. That, right. So it, I imagine it's going to be regulated by the same same standards as as the, the FDA. Like FDA. FDA is worse than the ATF. Yeah. So well, isn't this where you want Monsanto to get involved? Well, that's what you're oh, you're going to get pot manufactured by big pharma or 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 ConAgra. Well, I think it might be big tobacco because I think big tobacco well, is there. Yeah. You go is closer. So and it'll home. probably be regulated by the ATF. Yeah. Because right. alcohol, firearms, tobacco. Yeah. You know, it'll fall in that category. Right. But then, so what do the what do the Mexican drug cartels do now that they've lost a significant portion of revenue? Oh, is oh, that where just, all their money got, comes from? No, no, they're already making the switch to heroin yeah. because you've right. got this opioid crisis right. in America. Yeah. And so the cartels are already making the switch. Right. So it's not, yeah. I don't think legalizing pot in this case, rescinding prohibition cut crime considerably because hmm. there wasn't anything to fill in the fill in the vacuum. I think that there's going to be yeah, I think the criminal enterprises that are out there flooding that are making super pot. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get super pot. That sounds great. Right. <laughs> well, you're not that's, that's not true because the gov actually the the weed that the government actually grows is some of the best weed that you can get if you can get your hands on it. Hmm. So wait, 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 the government grows pot? Our yeah, government? The yeah. government has been growing pot for years. For what? For medical purposes medical. and research purposes. Oh, that's where it comes from. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. always going to be, I think, an, an enterprising criminal is always going to come up with a is going to come up with better weed. Mm-hmm. That I mean, if, look at it from the moonshining um, aspect. There, there are still moonshiners making their own stuff who you know have a have a market there's a market for that because it's not taxed and also because there's there's a perception of it being better than what you can get commercially well yeah and there's always there's always going to be like a black market scenario right right? because i mean if you look at there's there's gambling machines in these Mm -hmm. little bars that are unregulated you know you have like cigarettes that you can buy without stamps even still right you know that the mafia controls you know, so there's always going to be a black market, but when you have like the big, the that's the small stuff for the mafia now. They're not making a million dollars on like selling mm-hmm. cigarettes. That's just like a little side hustle, and it's not a big crime scenario. People aren't getting murdered over that anymore. But where the crime statistics are climbing are in cities like Denver and San Francisco, where it's decriminalized. Petty crimes are on the rise. So like car burglaries. Um, they'll not not stealing cars, but just breaking into right. cars to to get um, small items that can be to get candy bars to get candy bars <laughs> <laughs> to get edibles. Yeah. Right. You know what though? But I I, I kind of beg to differ because weed smokers generally aren't your petty criminals. Those are the people that are doing more harder drugs. Those are your heroin yeah. addicts. Those are your crackheads. Those are the people that you have to worry about breaking mm-hmm. into your car. Mm-hmm. The people that are smoking weed generally have jobs. But what they're, I know that what they're saying in, in Denver and uh, Portland 
specifically. I mean, this is a, this is anecdotal evidence from people I know who live there, mm-hmm. saying there are more now we have more people coming here um, that are transients. They're not necessarily homeless, but they're they're coming here. They pitch a tent in the in the park, and they stay here, and they don't have jobs. They don't have and they come here because weed's legal, and where weed's legal, other drugs are are it tends but, to attract people who like using drugs and they hasn't to, it also led uh, to like like pot tourism like it's a it's a recre it's it's, a, it's a, like luxury pot tours like like you would do wine tasting isn't that a thing now yeah in, in california, in california. It is. yeah in, in colorado yeah, yeah i thought Col- in colorado. Well, california and colorado. colorado too i think um, i mean they they have they a marijuana editor in the, in the in um, california in the Denver Post, yeah. like you know, there's yeah. a, there's a show right now that's on. It's called Gone to Pot, and I just watched the first episode. It's about a bunch of Brits that take a road trip through the United States, and they're visiting pot farms, <laughs> dispensaries, <laughs> and some of them are for legalization. Some of them are completely against. There's this one like ex-famous soccer player who's like, I'll never smoke weed, and I never have, and he's just. And then there's other people who are more open to it, and they're all, but they're all from Great Britain. And it's called Gone to Pot. Oh. And uh, I just watched the first episode of it the other day. I don't know what network it's on. I don't 100% understand edibles. Oh, what's not to understand? I, I, it's just candy? It's just like a lot well, like, yeah. But here's the, the thing about pasta. Now, if you should ever pasta. decide, yeah, you can, cook you can put it into anything. anything. But if you should decide to try an edible, Jen, here's the thing that you need to know. I'm not trying to decide. I'm just, I'm just saying, confused. Just in case. <laughs> in case someone offers you um, yeah. a, a laced gummy bear or a gummy worm, okay. let me just tell you. Eat like one-sixth of it. Yeah. Uh, you cannot just go stuffing these gummy no. worms into oh, your mouth. Do you remember that story that our friend told us? What will keep her anonymous? That her dad smoked pot back in the 70s and... and they had all these people at their house, and all the adults were like, "Well, we're gonna go take a walk in the woods." And they had ed- they had edible brownies. Mm-hmm. And when they came back, the grandmother had passed the brownies out to the kids, oh, and all the kids were just <laughs> lying in the grass, counting clouds. That's hilarious. They're like this is amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, used to, I used to bake cakes with oil. Like I, with, I don't. Yeah. I would create oil. You don't just you don't just sprinkle you it know, in like oregano. You could, but you shouldn't. Yeah, no, okay. you, you should. It just doesn't the best effect. It doesn't work that way. But okay. The oil kind of activates before. the THC, and then it's you're able to like get it into the cake. You're yeah, there's, there's there's a show on Viceland that mm-hmm. is all about, and I think it's called uh, oh shit, now I'm thinking of something. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's on Viceland mm-hmm. where they do it's like a cooking show. It's not it's not an actual like how to cooking show, but it's a um, it's it's like a food network show but mm-hmm. it's cooking with uh cooking with weed and uh you know these 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 famous quote unquote chefs making their signature dishes with weed and <laughs> trying to tell me like well it enhances the flavor it does this and that like it gets you high right. just admit it that's my <laughs> problem with all of this is like just stop telling high. me we need to grow hemp to bit to to make rope I mean that that art makes great rope. I don't need rope. Makes great oil for skin. It saves trees for paper. It's very but we're we don't have a shortage of rope that I'm aware of. (laughs) I don't want to wear. I don't want to be. We're not rope rationing. Right. I don't want to be Woody Harrelson wearing a rope shirt. Just tell me that we want to grow it because it makes me high. 
like okay yeah, then. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a nice a, added, benefit. added benefit. Well, one right. of the things that I don't think we've even discussed is CBDs. I don't know what that means. So CBDs, um, and I forgot the scientific term, but CBD is, THC is the ingredient in marijuana that gets you high. Okay. CBD is another cannabinoid that um, has other health benefits and it doesn't get you high. Right, so you can buy like vape pens with CBD, and it's, CBD is very good for pain relief. Oh, that's interesting. You can also get CBD oil um, to rub on your skin topically that um, helps with arthritis and that kind of stuff. Would it still so, set off the drug dogs at the airport? No, mm -hmm. okay, it will not. Um, so, and it's and it's and CBD is not illegal anywhere mm -hmm. probably other than like Indonesia and Singapore or something. They'll oh. probably still kill you for that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it to Asia period. Um, but there's a lot of different um, components that are different chemical components within marijuana that have different benefits and different health benefits. Um, and so that's, I thought that was just worth mentioning. In yeah. Conversation. I mean, yeah, modern technology, you can break out all the components of the, of the substance isolate those specific chemicals that are beneficial and throw out the rest of it. I mean, if you did that, will, will people still be, if, if suddenly the government said, we have discovered a way to take out the, remove the THC and still maintain all the other benefits. It's would not people, like alcohol free beer. Well, right. no, they, Nobody wants caliber. Well, they actually, they've actually, um, well, yeah, alcohol free beer doesn't have any other benefits. Right. So would they still be taste. beating down the door? To legalize marijuana. Well, they've actually, they have strains that, because, you know, there's so many botanists that have like, you know, just mm -hmm. made a career out of breeding and growing different strains of marijuana. So there are strains of marijuana that have very tiny amounts of THC that pretty much won't get you high, mm -hmm. but have higher amounts of CBD. And so How they mad would the, you be if you were a 16-year-old like, God damn it, why, <laughs> why isn't this working? Right. Like, am I smoking yeah. it Keep smoking it. Right, so you can either smoke the CBD or you can create the oil from those strains of marijuana, and that won't get you high. So yeah. they actually have that available. Mm. Um, I think you could even buy in the local health food stores. There's, some of them sell CBD oh. oils. Yeah. So again, just be be honest about it. If if just admit it. I, if, I mean, America, America, pro pot, America. Mm -hmm. Just admit it. You want to get high? That's fine. I got no problem with that. Right. Life is difficult. So, you need to escape sometimes. Yeah, I don't have a marijuana problem. I have a hippie problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, for, for me as someone who I stopped smoking weed for a long time and I started, I don't always want to be high. Yeah. But unfortunately, THC is one of the things that, that um, stops the pressure in your eye. Yeah. So yeah. the THC is and one of the active addictive. ingredients. Pardon me? It's not addictive. No, it's not addictive. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, a lot of times I'll... You're like, man, I have all this pressure in my eye. I really don't want to be high right now. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I want to get yeah. rid of the Well, it's a side effect of any medication. If, yeah. if I had, yeah. if I, you know, chronic I don't want to be drowsy, right. but my back hurts. Right. Right, which is why I don't take, I don't take muscle relaxers. I don't take, you know, those medicines because they upset my stomach. You don't like, even drink tap water. I mean, yeah, I well, you shouldn't water. do that, really. That's a, whole different podcast. that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> that's a whole other world. Oh, yeah. Um, we could talk about the aquifers, the Nestle aquifers. Oh, yeah. How people don't really own the ground under, underneath them. Hmm. Well, we'll save that for we'll another that another too. conspiracy theory podcast. I think I think that you guys have convinced me that I remain intractable. My <laughs> <laughs> inner nerd is bone deep. It's not going to happen. However, I think if you smoke, I'm not going to judge you as much. <laughs> now, if 
you will excuse me, I have like nine bottles of wine to drink. Oh, God. I mean, that's the best <laughs> we can hope for. Then, um, then, then it's probably 4.20 somewhere, and we are out of here. For more about me, visit me at jenlancaster.com. You can keep up with Gina at iamginab.com. Email us at storieswetellinbars at gmail or join our Stories We Tell in Bars Facebook. Weigh in on the debate. And thank you to Fletch and to Lee for chiming in. I feel like we've learned stuff, and I think that we need to have guests more often. Yeah, what was our ding total? Did all I think, you. I was all, all me. All well, you. Because of the valet parkers, <laughs> but I think that I was justified in my dings, damn it. Yeah, well, I think that is, is it. That is it for us, and um, P.S., get off my lawn. Now, you Get don't off have... of my grass. Well, yeah. Oh, that's good, honey. Yeah, I know. Now, you don't have to go home. But you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's the face you make. It's the hell. People need to see that. Oh. I'll do that on Instagram. Mr. Peter, Mr. Peter.